It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Spiritual Babysitting. Our scripture reference today is 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 21 through 28. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. The man, Elkanah, and all his household went up to offer to the Lord the yearly sacrifice and to pay his vow. But Hannah did not go up, for she said to her husband, As soon as the child is weaned, I will bring him that he may appear in the presence of the Lord and remain there forever. I will offer him as a Nazarite for all time. Her husband Elkanah said to her, Do what seems best to you. Wait until you have weaned him. Only may the Lord establish his word. So the woman remained and nursed her son until she weaned him. When she had weaned him, she took him up with her, along with the three-year-old bull, an ephah of flour, and a skin of wine. She brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh, and the child was young. Then they slaughtered the bull, and they brought the child to Eli. And she said, O my Lord, as you live, my Lord, I am the woman who was standing here in your presence, praying to the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has granted me the petition that I made to him. Therefore I have lent him to the Lord, As long as he lives, he is given to the Lord. She left him there for the Lord. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. We remember Hannah for many reasons. Her faith in God's promises stands as an inspiration for us. When she could not have a child, she cried out to God. She even confronted a priest who mistakenly called her out for being drunk in worship. Psalm 145.19 says, He fulfills the desire of all who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. For Hannah, God hearing her meant she would have a son. You can imagine her great joy when Samuel was born. While she was crying out to God, she made a commitment to the Lord. She would dedicate the son she asked for to God. And that wasn't a trivial promise, as if she would dedicate him and they would move on with their life. Every time we baptize children today, the family commits to raising the child in church. Trust me. It frustrates us pastors when we never see the family again. And that wasn't Hannah's intent. The Hebrew text says she gave as a loan her son for all his life to God. How altogether bold, faithful, and even silly. Nothing is ours. All belongs to God, right? Tell that to a mother. There's a rabbinical story surrounding Samuel's first trip to the house of the Lord. 
Although it's extra-biblical, it reinforces Hannah's faith and commitment. After she bore her son, her husband brought his household to offer the yearly sacrifice. But Hannah stayed behind. When Samuel was weaned, then she would take him. I take that to mean, since she knew he would remain there forever, she was going to spend as much time with him as possible. And it could be her time spent with Samuel wasn't only to be with him. The rabbinical story finds its place between verses 25 and 26 of 1 Samuel 1. In verse 25, the family performed the sacrifice of a bull. Isn't that a priest job? When Eli the priest discovered what they did, he had questions. And come to find out, it was young Samuel who convinced the adults it was appropriate for them to make the sacrifice. The boy quoted scripture to back up his claim. Eli found Samuel's knowledge and reason impressive, but he recalled to the family that anyone who teaches the law in his teacher's presence is liable to death. And that's when Hannah speaks up in verse 26. She reminded Eli who she was, that she was the one he thought was drunk, but was praying to God for a son. The priest had blessed her and asked God to hear her prayer. Well, Eli, look who's here. What I love about those stories is the assumption of Hannah's spiritual care of Samuel. She prepared him for his ministry. If she was going to loan him to God, she was going to ensure he was ready. I've long believed the church could learn much from Hannah. And that's part of the reason I've always associated with youth ministry. As a church, we have a responsibility to God and to our young people to prepare them for their walk with God. They should get the most attention and have the most resources available to them. By the way, you and I should be their most present resource. Don't send them to Sunday school. Have faith talks with them, too. Don't ask them if they've said their prayers. Pray with them. Don't drop them off at youth group. Don't merely pay someone to spiritually babysit. Be a part of the group, praying, laughing, and growing with them. Church is bound to look so much different in the coming years. Have we prepared our young saints for that? Or do we expect them to merely pick up where we left off, doing the same things we thought were important? Frankly, our young people don't need more programs. They don't need our tired ministries. They and the church need Hannah's to prepare them to follow God's lead. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find Another Note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. And the easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.